You're listening to the podcast Bible Companion series by author P.H. Thompson. This is a chronological Bible study going chapter by chapter, discovering Christ in all of Scripture. This is Job chapter 17. Verses 1 through 16, Job prays for relief of his broken spirit. We cannot understand the depths of despair to which Job has sunk, because it's doubtful that we've experienced anything to this degree. So when he says he feels ready to die, he probably was. He says, my spirit is broken, my days are cut short, the grave awaits me. And those friends who should have been a source of comfort to him after such tragedy have mocked him and provoked him to tears. He turned away from them and looked to God, asking for a pledge from him, confirmed with a handshake, that one day his case would be heard in the heavenly court. And this makes us think of Hebrews 7.22, which describes Jesus as our surety or guarantor, who takes the legal responsibility of our guilt upon himself. Job felt his friends have delivered him up as prey to some enemy, so he asked God not to let their plans succeed. He feels God has made him a byword of everyone, and that carries the idea of making his name synonymous with shame and reproach much like Americans hear the name Benedict Arnold and think traitor, or when a Christian hears the name Judas Iscariot and thinks betrayer. His friends had destroyed his reputation. It was just one more loss for Job to deal with. He feels people thought so little of him that they would even spit in his face, which was very undignified and insulting. His grief shows in his eyes, and his physical body is wasting away, like a shadow. In spite of their attacks, Job knew if he maintained his integrity, he would grow stronger. Like Paul's thorn in the flesh, he could say, for when I am weak, then I am strong. And the Bible has many such paradoxes, which are seemingly incongruent or opposite thoughts, that appear contradictory on the surface when placed side by side, yet are true. For example, gaining through losing. Whoever finds their life will lose it, and whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. Or a reversal, but many who are first will be last, and the last first. And he must become greater, I must become less. Or the concept of exaltation through humility, found in James 4.10. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up. And Philippians 2.8 and 9. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name. Or freedom through servitude. You have been set free from sin and have become slaves to righteousness. Or gaining through losing. But whatever were gains to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ. Or conversely, losing through gaining. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? Or living through dying, very truly I tell you, Unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, 
it produces many seeds. So Job was not unteachable. He would welcome his friends back to try and comfort him again if they had something worthwhile to say for a change. He sarcastically invites them to do so. But come on, all of you, try again. But he didn't want to hear that everything he lost would be restored because he had lost all hope of such a future prospect. And while we should always be ready to die, we don't have to morbidly obsess about it. In fact, he lamented that if his only hope was the grave, the corruption of his flesh, and to be worm food, then his future was indeed gloomy. Yet for those who think this life is all there is, and that death is the end, and once you're laid in the ground or cremated, it really is a meaningless existence. But the Bible teaches us that this life is not all, and so we have hope and meaning and a reason to get up every morning. They say you have to have something worth dying for to have something worth living for, and Jesus is worth it. Scarlet Threads So what scarlet threads or hints of Jesus Christ or an application to the Gospel do we find in this chapter? Job was mocked by his friends. Jesus was mocked by Herod and his soldiers and those who stood by at the cross and by the criminals crucified with him. Job wished he had someone to act as his surety. Jesus is our surety or guarantor. Job felt it was as if he was being spat upon. Jesus really was spat upon. Job felt he was a reproach, his name synonymous with unworthiness and shame. Jesus was reproached and maligned. Job lamented that if this life and the prospect of the grave was all he had to hope in, he was miserable. If we only had this life, we would be most to be pitied. But we have so much more. You've been listening to the podcast Bible Companion series by author P.H. Thompson. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and comment. Continue listening for Job chapter 18. May God bless the study of his word.